What's up, y'all? Another episode of Shoe Booty Sports coming at you Tuesday night. This is your host, Graham Powell. Had to swallow my Sprite there for a second. Host, Graham Powell. Co-host, Bradley Brown. Say what's up, Brad. What's happening? I was going to say, are we on that that long of a delay there? <clears throat> left, us, uh, no. left us hanging there for a sec. But cool. I, uh, had, a, I had a mini stroke, sorry. That's all right. Well, we're both off to a good start then. Quick shout out to our sponsor. Ladies and gents, Shoe Booty Sports is presented by Rhino Races. Rhino Races is a virtual race series that offers five different races, a 5K, 10K, a half marathon, a marathon, and the Rhino Ultra. Visit rhinoraces.com for details. You can sign up there on the website, sign up for one or all five of their races there at rhinoraces.com. How it works is you sign up for one or all five of the races, uh, run your race at your convenience, track your run with your fitness app, whatever fitness app you choose, screenshot your results, uh, submit that screenshot, of your results uh, there at rhinoraces.com under the submit results section. Once your results are verified by Rhino Races staff, your reward will be shipped to you by mail. Free shipping on all orders. Again, rhinoraces.com. Also, be sure to check out their gear section. They have t-shirts, wristbands, decals, and more. Again, rhinoraces.com. You can find find us, Shoebody Sports, on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Check us out on the Wisdom app. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at Shoebody Sports. So we'll start a little bit on the hog basketball game that we just watched the tail end of. It's hard to remember a basketball game, a college basketball game, at least on a Tuesday night. Of course, you know the ones usually on Saturday. You're like, yeah, I'm going to watch the Roseback game today, being Saturday. But it's Tuesday night, you get off work, you come home, and you're like, yeah, I got to do whatever you got to do, you know, growing up stuff. And then you're like, oh, there's a basketball game on. Just turn the TV on. I wouldn't have known it had I not turned the TV on and the game were already on. But it was interesting. They played UNC something, something with the G. I can't even remember. Can't even remember I think who it was, it was just now. UNCG. It might have been. I mean, it might have been for all Greensboro, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I I honestly had never seen the logo or that combination of letters. So, I I might ha- might have like in passing at some point in my thirty eight years on the planet but not enough to remember it, obviously. But it was a close game up and really up until the very end. They ended up winning by what? Seven, five, seven, something like that. Seven. Yeah. Seven points. But they what were they? Four and five or five and four? I mean, I think four and five, something, something like that. And Arkansas being seven and one coming into it, the number nine team in the country. We're uh, down did, by what? Five at half. Yeah, only scored 21 at the half. Only scored 21 in the first half. I want to say with like 10 minutes left in the in the second half, it was like the Hogs had like 43 or something. Like it was, it was ridiculous. Like I'm glad I missed the first half. Yeah. It sounds like we didn't miss much other than no. just a bad performance. Yeah, because I, I, I tuned in with what, five minutes left, I think. So And was shocked. <laughs> At the score that I seen because we were only head by one. I think it was like 41 <laughs> 40. I like, turned the T, yeah. What happened? I turned the TV on and it was halftime. And Anthony Black was like going to the locker room looking discouraged. And he, he didn't have hit, he didn't, that was his worst game I've seen him play as a hog. And then this is one of our best players, arguably our best player. And he didn't have a good night, just poor decision making, passing, et cetera. Um, 
Devo Davis, man, I I like the guy. I'm glad he's on our team. I I cringe every time he shoots the ball, though. Every time he shoots the ball, I cringe because it's usually not going to go in for one. <laughs> but D, see, Devo will the last two tournaments, NCAA tournaments. Devo has played excellent, especially yeah. as a freshman. He was excellent. Uh, in the NCAA tournament. He was good last year. It's like the bigger the game, the more he shows up, but he just, uh, yeah, in the regular season and definitely this year, it I just cringe every time he shoots the ball. Like, he's always in the gym at, like, odd hours. You know, he'll be in there, like, super late, uh, putting in work by himself. But work on your shot more is what I would say because it's it, it needs some work. But, you know, Arkansas doesn't have shooters either. Uh, Nick Smith can shoot, but, you know, he didn't have a great night either. I mean, he he ended up with about 20. I think he had 17 toward the end of the game. Might have ended up with about 20. But so he, he's definitely got the potential to be our best player. I could see why he is considered that. But, yeah, it was uh, – they didn't look like the number nine team in the country tonight. I think that's safe to say. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Very safe to say. That Especially was... when you look down and see the Houston score of whoever they were playing, the same type of caliber team. It was like 43 to 12 or something at some point in the game. Like, I, I looked down, I saw that stat line. I was like, yeah, okay, that's the number one team in the country. That's a top 10 team or the number one team in the country. Arkansas being just eight spots behind them, and you're squeaking out one against a four and five UNC, I, I don't even know team, not North Carolina. So I don't know. Like the, there's Houston, there's Texas, and we all know. Well, Razorback fans know what uh, Arkansas did against Texas in that exhibition. It was like a thirty point blowout loss to Texas. So you that that top kind of three, uh, Houston, Texas, and then Virginia. That they just all kind of seem on like they're up here, you know, and. And Arkansas is at nine, but they don't feel at nine. They feel closer to like twenty-five rather than nine. But yeah, it's uh, you're not. I don't know. You're not going to play your best every every game, obviously. But I mean, they found a way to win. We'll throw the positive spin on it that way. I didn't see Brazil play tonight, though. I didn't see Trevin Brazil play. Uh, I think I seen somewhere. I think I seen on Twitter where he left before halftime. Like, so hopefully he's all right. So, but I, I have no clue. That's just what I've seen on Twitter. So we all know how that goes. But yeah, you were right with the uh, UNC G. The G is for Greensboro. Nailed it. So, yeah. well, dead clocks right twice a day. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw it on the screen, but I couldn't remember it, you know. And plus, once you get sure. past the UNC and then the, and then it's just a G on there because you can't fit Greensboro. They're on the jersey, unless you find a way to put it underneath. Which one would you do that? I don't know. I don't design the jerseys. But anyway, Hogs get a win there. We'll jump to college uh, football. And we're going to spend a lot of time on this. Uh, Coach Prime to Colorado. Uh, What do you think of the hire? How big of a hire is it for Colorado? And what's the move? How would you grade the move by by Coach Prime? I for, first of all, it's a home How run hire. Speech? 
Yeah. yeah. Well, the speech was great. We'll get to that, but yeah. uh, it's an absolute home run hire if you're Colorado. Yeah. I first thought he he's not going to take that job, is he? But yeah, I mean, I that serious, but but that might have been the. I don't know if that was that would have been the best offer or not. Maybe at least right now. I don't know why. I don't know why teams or, or programs would be hesitant to hire him. Uh, you see, you see what he's done at Jackson State. He's all over television. He's all over TV as the Jackson State coach. You know, doing interviews on sixty minutes, et cetera. Now. Getting getting like what the number two recruit in the country at the time to come to Jackson State over Alabama. I mean, come on, man, that's enough for me. Goes eleven and zero this season. Wins the what SWAC conference yeah. or whatever it is. And yeah, and then, and then takes a Colorado job. And they don't even have like they've even come out and said we don't have the money to pay they him have yet. The money. Yeah, yeah, but I mean I'm sure they'll figure it out, especially once they start winning. Somebody, some alum they, there. They're has gonna have to, to yeah, they're gonna have to figure out that money because they got to pay their players. So, well, they, well, and the coach first and foremost. But it was uh. What what is the deal? Like five million dollars or something? I, I heard that number tossed out there. Yeah, it's five and some change per year. So I mean, yeah, that's a it's a pretty good step up bump. for him. So what do you, what do you think? Uh, I mean, what do you think is his ceiling at Colorado? Because it is I, not as high as they have said it. <laughs> I don't think so, anyways. But well, well, not right off the bat. He can get there quicker he, because he of the transfer portal. He's already got a top twenty recruit committed, a wide out, like already. Mm. So he's getting. And he said, "I'm I've, as he put it, I'm bringing my own luggage, and it's Louis, as in Louis Vuitton. So his his son's going to be the quarterback. That's I mean, he said he's going to have to earn it. But I mean, he's well, their their starting QB entered the transfer portal like four hours ago so it's his and it was a one in 11 football team that wasn't competitive it's yeah it's it's his job uh yeah it it's Dion's gonna bring in his own guys and he's clean you can clean out house you can clean house quicker in this day and age in college football as opposed to you know 10 20 years ago when you mm. really didn't need that four years to get your own players in but you can bring in your own guys a lot quicker now. And he basically said, I mean, the speech was as real as it could be. He just came in and said, he said what he said, <laughs> you know, go, go look it up. You haven't seen it. We don't have to rehash it here. Uh, it was excellent, by the way. Yeah. I'm going to quote the main line, huh? Oh, you can go for it. No, you can done around it. We'll, we'll let the viewers wait. Okay. Well, now I feel like you have to quote the main line. I, I said the Louis. I said the Louis one. I don't even know which one you're talking about. I'm coming. Okay. He only, that, he only that said that like he only said it like sixty times during the. Like that was his pause break. Instead of like stopping and breathing, he'd be like, "I'm coming." Well, that's just that was just the phrase. I mean, I guess it was the line, but my favorite was the. You know, I'm bringing my own luggage in it's Louis. That was my favorite of it. But it was it was all spectacular to me. I, my favorite part is basically 
kicking everybody off the team and then having them say, you know, the, the, whatever he was saying, like, I'm drawing a blank now, but it's, uh, having them come out and say it. Do you recall? Oh yeah. He he basically, yeah. Basically kicked them off the team and he's like, no, y'all going to repeat after me. At the end of Adam chanting for it, he's like, and that's right. what, and then it's whatever it was. No, but what tripped me out was uh, there's a guy like in, on the back row wearing a hat, and he was going through his spill about you know, Bjarg each going to look the same, you know, no, and you know, no earrings, no hats, no nothing, nothing to stand out, you know, and like about three seconds after, you know, he stated that. That was about as you know enough time for it to register without one dude wearing a hat, and you could see him like reach up, take his hat off, and set it down. <laughs> it's like one person got it, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how well he does. I think he's going to do what he said he's going to do, and that's win. I oh, he'll they're... he'll make it into a winning program, but I mean, if we're talking, I don't know what other people are saying about. Yeah, it. there's pe- there's people thinking he's going to like in the college football playoffs before it expands well not before it expands but yeah i mean it took saban you know gosh what three four years to to get to the natty get there uh and win it is that right or five i don't know but I don't, I don't know if, I mean, Prime's going to get players, though. Like, yeah, he'll get and, players. And people say, people may say, well, you know, these kids weren't around when, you know, Dion played. Yeah, but uh, their pa- their parents were. Yeah. Their, their parents were. And the Duke could, Duke could sell ice to Eskimos. I'd want my kid to go play for Prime. Absolutely. I think it's a home run. It's an absolute home run higher. I don't see how you could say otherwise. Home run higher. Especially higher. for Colorado. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm surprised they got him. Like, that's yeah. the thing. I'm surprised they got him. I, I figured some some other school would have made, would have come in and made another offer. Uh, Like, like I said, for like a school like an Auburn, I don't, it wouldn't have been like the right fit. It's just too different. It, it would be too, it just doesn't seem like the, I don't know, the styles mesh as, as far as that goes, at least right now, right off the bat. Now, winning would change that, of course. Yep. But I wouldn't have wanted to see him go to Auburn selfishly as a Razorback fan because I wouldn't have wanted to see what he could do with the the type of talent he could get there at Auburn uh, playing the Hogs every year. I would not. I would not have wanted to see that. But I don't know, man. It it could it could work. What what are they in? Where are they in the are they in the Big Ten? Pac twelve, man. Pac-12, somebody said the maybe. Big, somebody said the Big Twelve today. I was like, what are they in that? I I, I don't know. But I'm going to be paying more attention to Colorado football now. I just because they Colorado wasn't. That Google says Pac-12. So, okay. Colorado wasn't that bad. Yeah, I think they left the Big 12 for the Pac-12 several years back. Like them in Nebraska, like Nebraska left for the Big 10. 
and then Colorado left for the Pac-12, like at the same time, if I remember that correctly. I believe that's right. That was several years ago now. But Colorado wasn't as bad as they are now. Like, they were respectable, like, when we were in our teens. Like, I, like they were a six, set, six-ish win team, six-seven win team yeah. uh, when we were, you know, in our younger years. But, yeah, they have fallen, seriously fallen on hard times since. But I, I think they, they got the, they got the absolute best coach they could have gotten, uh, times a million on this one. Yeah. As far as how they do, I don't know how, how well can it go? They're, he's going to win. He's going to win games. Now, is he going to, be up there with like a well Lincoln Riley won't be there I guess because they're going to be headed to the the Big Ten so I don't know man we'll see what happens of course it could all be one big like three conferences before it's all said and done you know by the time they're by the time they're competitive you know really competitive but I I love the hire I love it for him I love it for Colorado you got to love it if you're Colorado it's uh yeah i don't know what else to say about it other than i i believe him he says i'm coming i believe him you know they're uh already landing a top 20 recruit like he was committed to texas a&m this wide receiver and now he's you know now he's going to colorado so you wouldn't you wouldn't have thought that a year ago had you not known <laughs> who the coach would be there at colorado right of course but yeah, love love the move, love the hire. Okay, I, I guess we can throw it out there. What what would the ceiling be like? Well, like, what's the highest you think that he could actually achieve there at Colorado? Uh, I don't know. He could. I mean, will they expand in the playoffs too? Twelve teams. I believe so. Or is it sixty four yet? <laughs> I think it's twelve. Okay. I think we're still um. At yeah, whenever they expand it to 12, he could probably flirt with getting into the 12-team playoff. But I think it's possible for him to get into one of the major major bowls that aren't the playoff, you know, one of the after-New Year's bowls or something after, like, you know, three, four seasons, maybe. Well, not that soon, but I think he can get there. I think what he's typically going to be is that eight-win team, that, you know, eight, nine-win team. Which would be just a complete 180. Oh yeah, which would be uh, phenomenal. I mean, yeah, like that's about that's as what, good as that's what that's what we get. want. But I think that's what yeah, right. I think that's what he would do before he got hired for another one. You know, before he left for another school. Yeah, yeah, because so if he does that, an, another job is going to come calling, a more prestigious gig, and. I, I see essentially that. I think he could get to eight, nine wins, flirt with the playoff, compete for a conference championship, you know, get them to where they're like eight, nine wins, including like a bowl win. That That's what I, how I see it really going. Uh, he, he Could he do more? Sure. But I, I, I essentially predict that, yeah, he'll get them to, to be an eight, nine win team before he, Somebody with more money 
and more resources comes along and says, hey, why don't you lead this program, take this program to the next level? So I, I see that. I see nothing but good things moving forward, assuming he, assuming he can stay healthy. You know, he's had his health issues. Looks great for his health issues. I mean, it's it's Coach yeah. Prime, but despite his health issues, you know, he, he, he has to, has to do something. I'm sure he has a pretty solid workout routine, but yeah, despite his health issues, look, looks like he's doing well. Hope that continues. Hope he does this for a long time and for as long as he long as he wants to. All right, so we'll move on now to the Heisman Trophy finalist. Also, the college football playoff top four is set. First of all, uh, they got it right. You know, the top four, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's basically, would you have left Alabama out? That's the decider. And yes, I mean, Alabama, a two went, two loss Alabama team that didn't beat anybody really doesn't deserve to get in over an Ohio State who lost to Michigan, undefeated Michigan, and TCU who lost to a good Kansas State team. Like I said, like we said last week, that's just what Kansas State does. Mm-hmm. They, they just, they win the Big 12 championship. <laughs> like that's what they do. They may be eight and two going into the game or whatever it is, but they find they show up for that game and they find a way to win it. Win it. I don't. I don't know how many conference championships they have now, but uh, I can think of three off the top of my head. Going back to Darren Sproles and them running all over Oklahoma in 2004, I think it was. Uh, to gosh, a few several years back now, and 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 obviously Saturday, and that's the thing. It was a it was TCU lost a nail biter. You know, can't punish them. But here here's the thing for what we got it right. If you're Georgia though, would you have rather played TCU or Ohio State? Man, probably TCU. That's what I was kind of thinking. Because Ohio like, State's pissed off because they got curb stomped at home. They got embarrassed. So. And you've been told how you're a finesse team now for what will essentially be but, a month by the time you play them. I, I say that. I I think I've heard of two starters already that are declaring early for the draft, so they're not even going to participate in the bowl game for Ohio State. So. Really? Like you're gonna miss a college football playoff game? Apparently. Wow. I'm curious to see who that is. And and if that's true. If so, if so, and I and I'm a and I'm a GM, a pro GM, I'm not I'm not gonna draft you. Like you're gonna miss the the biggest game of the year. I mean you're it's not this like you're what playing it's all in for. the yeah, it's you're not playing in the Liberty Bowl. You're playing in the you're playing in the Nash in the college football playoff. And you're gonna skip out on that can't be right. Where did you see that? The the inter- internet. Twitter. <laughs> that, that cannot I mean, be it, right. From what I I mean, we're going off of my memory, so brace yourself, but I wanna say it's like a defensive end or something. I, I, I just that can't be right. Fact check it real quick. We I, I got to find this out for sure. Fact check it real quick. Yeah, let me get my people on it. I just can't. I can't see that being real. 
Like you're like I understand if it's the Tax Slayer Bowl or the Texas Bowl or the Liberty Bowl. Like yeah, I'll sit that out if I'm a if I'm a potential high draft pick. Absolutely. Like I I still don't know that I would sit it out just being old school like that, but. I can see why you would. I wouldn't fault you for it. But you're going to miss a college football playoff game because you you could be a high draft pick. Come on. Why? Yeah. Um, but yeah, while you're checking that out, if I'm Georgia, I would rather play TCU. But a lot of people think this could be a real close game, Georgia and Ohio State. I kind I almost kind of. I guess I could see that happening. But I could almost kind of see it. I could see it going two ways, essentially. Georgia blowing them out or it being a very competitive game. Like a one, like a one score game or 10 point win by Georgia. I could really see it going either way. And I guess I'd say if I were to pick one, I'd say it'd be a closer game rather than a blowout. But I, I really could see it going either way. I don't know that if this finesse type of Ohio state team can match up with a, the Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs who are as physical as can be on defense. Yeah. It's a wide receiver. Who's the wide Nathan receiver? Jack Jackson Smith. Jigba. And it's not even probably Marvin butchered, probably butchered the hell out of that last name, but now is he hurt? Or is he no, just, he's so. just sitting out? Wow. Well, that's that's pretty wild. I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't sitting out from what it sounds like, so Ohio State should have a shot. Like, that that uh, guy He might be resting up. He said he missed, like, set out three games this year due to hamstring injury, but he played in their last game, so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, that's weird. That's weird if he actually does that. Uh, if not, and it's just a bullshit report, our bad, but yeah, it's, I, it's on, it's on bleacher I, report. So I don't know. That's pretty wild. I, there's just, I just don't see how as a competitor you could do that. You know, <laughs> be like Vince Young in the 2005 Rose bowl against USC. Just being like, you know what? I, I could be top 10 pick. I don't, I'll just sit this one out. Now he's not obviously the guy's not a Vince Young for Ohio State, but it's I'm just imagining something like that happening, you know. It's crazy, man. All right, so the Okay. Are there other okay, as far as the Heisman finalists go, uh I like the four. I like the four. All pretty similar numbers. Uh, the Caleb Williams is the projected winner. And I think what sets him apart really is his running ability. Now them losing to Utah, you know, Friday night, which I didn't realize the game was last Friday night. You know, I just, I woke up Saturday morning. I was like, oh, they already played that game on the West coast. How? And I was like, oh, it must've been yeah. Friday. And then sure enough, it was Friday night. But that's, that'll, that'll hurt his chances, obviously, but he's, <laughs> That's the thing. There's not a clear cut, you know, winner this year. I I like that Stetson Bennett is in there though, and I one thing I saw this week that I can't that is making me cringe 
is just people essentially saying, you know, he's a mediocre quarterback on the best team, which is just absolute bullshit. I mean, the guy can yeah. ball. I mean, the guy's an absolute baller. Is he is he gonna be a stud is he just like a pro prospect you're drooling over? Of course not. I mean, the guy what wasn't he a walk on? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean he won a Burlesworth Burlesworth trophy last night. So yeah, he's a walk on. I mean, the guy can flat out just play football though. And I mean, he makes plays for that team. He's a good he's a he's a great college football player. And he's probably He's the favorite to uh, win back-to-back national championships. When's the last time that's happened? It's been a it's been a hot minute, right? Yeah, been a while. Is it Florida? No, Florida never won back-to-back. They won. They won two or three. They won two in three years. Yeah. No, they didn't win back-to-back. Last but the last back to back team I can think of was what McCarran at Alabama. Uh, yeah, it had to be the yeah. McCarran Alabama teams, you know, because he won it like his first two years as a starter, really. And then they lost, I think, three games in the bowl game, including the bowl game, his last year as a starter. Yeah, 2011, 2012. Alabama, right? Alabama. Yep. Yeah, I figured that was right. And before that, it was like the USC teams, you know, and one of those got taken away. So it's, in other words, it's really hard to go back to back. It was Nebraska in the mid 90s before Bama. Yeah, because you can't count SC, I guess, because they got taken away. Yeah. So, yeah, in other words, it's really hard to win back-to-back national championships, but Stetson Bennett is the favorite to do it. And in this in this day and age, which is almost, I would say, more difficult to do. So, I'm a big fan of his. The dude can flat-out play. And if I'm an NFL team, I'd, I'd probably want him on my roster. If anything, just he could just go in – going to the league and be a great backup for the next yeah that's what yeah that's what i was thinking 10 to 12 years you know go go be go be chase daniel make 50 million dollars just being a backup you could you could easily do that and then he and if he wins again at georgia this year uh then you can or heck you can do that as long as you want and then go get a broadcasting gig something there in the state of georgia or some some you know sports network and you know get paid good good money just to be an analyst or whatever you know he he's he, he's essentially if he plays his cards right he's a smart guy uh he'll be he'll be set for life there so yeah I, george is the favorite as far as the heisman favorite i guess it's caleb williams i, I mean that, that would essentially be my pick i assume i don't know i like i can't i can't i don't really I, if, like if he won it, I would be like, yeah, okay, I guess, because I don't watch the Heisman ceremony. It just shows no. up on my shows up on my uh, notification, you know, like an ESPN notification or Twitter Twitter notification will drop and tell me, oh, that's who won the Heisman. I mean, that's how it goes every year. That's how I find out who won the Heisman. But yeah, I, I guess it would be Caleb Caleb Williams. Uh, 
Yeah. But we can we can touch up on pro football a little bit. A few good things happened. And yeah, okay. One, Bengals beat the Chiefs. I wasn't surprised. I mean, Joe Burrow has essentially he's three and zero against Patrick Mahomes, and I know it's yeah, teams and stuff, but yeah, yeah, hell, they beat them three times this year, so yeah, it's not. And surprising. it was, and it was this year too. It was, yep. it was technically twenty twenty two. Yeah, man, I, I guess uh, to to me, I mean, it, you can't just come back from an appendectomy. And just be right. It took him a while to get into football shape. Took a while for that line to gel. And now the Bengals are starting to look like the team we thought they could be when they made all those offseason moves. So Bengals are coming. Bengals are like having having Chase back helped out a lot too. Yes, that does help too. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, in other so yeah, that's the one game I really watched Sunday. Like I I put my computer down, everything else I was doing, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, pay a little more attention to this one and another one i another one i was pretty keen on the eagles and titans game and the eagles god the eagles look tough man jalen hurts impresses me more and more every week and you know aj brown and he 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 let everybody on the field and let he let everybody on the field on the field at least know uh, that it was the bad move. It was a bad move to trade him. And, of course, pretty much, uh, I, I, did it happen today that their GM got fired, the Titans GM got fired? Yep. Yeah, so, uh, rough week for rough week for Tennessee. Well, when they made that move, it made no sense. You know, like, no. why would you trade your best player? Well, not after, uh, after Derrick Henry, but your best wide out who's an absolute stud first team all pro caliber wide out you see what he's doing there in philly who and the cowboys impressed embarrassed the colts on sunday night football who's the best team in the nfc right now it's kind of up for grabs especially since garoppolo's out for the season now with a broken foot you know 49ers aren't going to win it with the no Brock Purdy or what is that his name? Yeah, he's Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. They're not going to win it with him. Uh, yeah, with Jimmy G out for the year, I mean the 49ers are, you know, that they could be a playoff team, but they won't. They're not going to compete for a Super Bowl. I think it's either the Cowboys I'd or say Eagles. the Eagles. I won't even say or. I'll just say the Eagles. That Dallas talking, defense, he- though, man. Dallas defense is good. Now, if we're talking like Dallas, if they sign OBJ, yeah, that could maybe give them a slight edge, but I don't think that's going to be like pay immediate dividends. Like it's, you know, it's going to take a week or two, but even with OBJ, I still like Philly's receivers better. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they may be the best. That's probably the best receiving tandem in the league though. Uh, you know, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. I mean, their tight end is good when he's healthy. Uh, like I said, Jalen Hurts is making big-time throws. I just need Jalen Hurts to just take it easy this weekend and don't put up his uh, usual numbers because I'm playing against him in fantasy. So, Yeah, good luck with that. Um, but, okay, another news, 
uh, speaking of fantasy, since my fantasy football team has been just as mathematically eliminated, officially done, I joined yesterday while at work a fantasy basketball league, had my draft last night. It was what, yes, it was one of those. It was a super fast draft, by the way. It was like I was here for in here for like an hour or something or 45 minutes. Like it was a super quick draft. My, my season doesn't start till next week. It says it didn't start till the 12th, like a week later. I was like, well, that's kind of weird, but you know, whatever. Hmm. So, yeah, for the first time since 2017 or 18 or whatever, I'll be in a, I think 2018, I'll be in a fantasy basketball league. That's how bad my fantasy football team was. I had to jet out early and just uh, like, all right, it's, I'm done here. I might as well try, try another sport. Fantasy football is wild this year. Like the two, the two leagues I started off so so in, I'm now eight and four in both of them. And the league that I started off five and zero oh in, I'm now seven and six. Yeah, it's uh... brutal, dude. I'm I have a chance of missing the playoffs after starting off five and zero. Oh. Yeah, it's it's been wild. But, okay, we'll finish up on this. We'll wrap up here. Uh, uh, Baker Mayfield going to the Rams. Good or bad move? I mean, I guess it's a good move. Better than what they, they got, have. yeah. Good yeah move. Stafford out for the year. So, uh, I could see, you know, if he, if if Baker can play, he's going to do it with the Rams and Sean McVay. If he can't do it with them, he's not going to be able to do it at all. But, uh, lastly, we'll end on this. Uh, Tom Brady, once again, showing why he's Tom Brady. Uh, last night on Monday Night Football, uh, another comeback win, just reassuring his status as the GOAT. Three and one since the divorce. So Brady back. I mean, they're six and six. They're like two games ahead in the was, yeah, NFC that was South. Ugly so. game. <laughs> of course it was. But they got the win. Touchdown pass, three seconds remaining. Really won it twice if you go back yeah. and look at it. Just Brady being Brady. But uh, it's awesome to see. Hopefully the GOAT's back. And finish the year strong finish the year strong yet again uh yeah so we'll come take... back next season and go play for the patriots <laughs> yeah or somebody uh but <laughs> you heard a, that yeah. rumor though i did all right so we will i don't know we'll see what happens but until then we're gonna get out of here yep deuces y'all peace out